fourth consecutive day in a row when we've got bigger issues to worry about in this country other than a man-child that can't take a joke but can take his wife's infidelity. That's embarrassing. Could have been worse. Chris Rock could have called her Caillou, so I don't really think it was that big of a deal. But you know what is a big deal? Joe Biden's cracked out son and the contents on his laptop. You know what else is a big deal? 165,000 migrant encounters in the month of February, which is the worst we've seen it in the month of February in two decades. Title 42 is about to be stripped, which is only going to feed the humanitarian crisis down at the border, fueling drug cartels and human smugglers. Isn't that great? You want to know what else is a big deal? Crazy wackos and companies like Disney radicalizing your kids by trying to force LGBTQ views onto children. That is not your job. And to think people have the audacity to try and control what kids intake without their parents' permission is disgusting. No kindergartner should be learning about their teacher's love life, gay or straight. Inflation is up, gas prices are breaking the bank, but let's go ahead and focus on the out-of-touch celebrities at the Oscars. This is why the media is a joke. Joe Biden's weakness and incompetence is creating a very real risk of World War III. Look at what's going on. This would have never happened with us. Trump would have never let the war get this far. American lives are now at stake, and the worst part... Biden doesn't care and is not willing to do anything. We must stand up now before it's too late. If you are a true patriot, take this short poll and when you do, we will give you a free Make America Great Again watch as a thank you. But hurry, this is a limited edition watch that we are reserving for Trump supporters only. Click the link below to get yours free now and stand for our American rights. What if everything we think we know about our leaders our society and our relations with the rest of the world is wrong. America is facing two major challenges. One is the Chinese Communist Party. However, the most significant threat comes from within. You're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world. Okay. Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. We've already seen evidence of how the elites want to run the United States. They're modeling themselves after Chinese autocracy. For over a decade, the People's Republic of China has stood publicly accused of acts of cruelty and wickedness that match the cruelty and wickedness of medieval torturers and executioners. Chinese spy as her driver for 20 years. We're not talking about one person infiltrating senior levels at the CIA or the White House. We're talking about an entire elite class throughout the political, corporate, academic, cultural, and media establishment. My name is Lee Smith. I've been a journalist for more than 30 years. This is the most astonishing espionage and infiltration operation in history. What you're going to see in this series will shock you. This is the enemy within. You mean those dickheads with the signs of pictures of dead babies? Shit, no. Me and Sal Bob are pro-choice. Women's bodies are all fucking business. But... You know, there's a million fine-looking women in the world, dude, but they don't all bring you lasagna at work. Most of them just cheat on you. Adventure? Excitement? 
Jedi craves not these things. Chase and Amy. What? What did you say? You're chasing Amy. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking mouth. Jesus Christ, mouth. why don't you shut up? I was yap, yap, yapping all the time. Give me a fucking headache. I went through something like what you're talking about a couple of years ago, this chick named Amy. When? A couple of years ago. Did she live in Canada or something? Why don't I remember this? Bitch, what you don't know about me, I'm just about squeezing the grand fucking canyon. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? Huh? But you didn't even know that shit, did you? Just tell your fucking story so we can get out of here and smoke this. So there's me and Amy. And we're all inseparable, right? Just big time in love. And then four months down the road, the idiot here kicks in. And I ask about the ex-boyfriend, which, as we all know, is a really dumb move. But you know how it is. You don't want to know. But you just have to know, right? Stupid guy bullshit. So anyway, she starts telling me about him. How they fell in love and how they went out for a couple years. Now they live together. Her mother likes me better, blah, 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 blah. And I'm okay. But then she drops the bomb on me. And the bomb is this. It seems that a couple of times while they were going out, he brought some people to bed with him. Menage a trois, I believe it's called. Now, this just blows my mind, right? I mean, I am not used to this sort of thing. I mean, I was raised Catholic, for God's sakes. Same shithead. Do something. So I'm totally weirded out by this, right? And I just start blasting her. Like, I don't know how to deal with what I'm feeling, so I figure the best way is by call her slut, right? And tell her she was used. I'm, I'm out for blood. I really want to hurt this girl. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem, right? And she's just all calmly trying to tell me, like, it was that time and it was that place and... She doesn't think she should apologize because she doesn't feel that she's done anything wrong. I'm like, oh, really? That's when I look her straight in the eye. I tell her it's over. I walk. Fucking A. No, idiot. It was a mistake. I wasn't disgusted with her. I was afraid. Now, at that moment, I felt small. Like, like I'd lacked experience. Like, I'd never be on her level. Like, I'd never be enough for her or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But what I did not get, she didn't care. She wasn't looking for that guy anymore. She was she was looking for me, for, for the Bob. But uh, by the time I figured this all out, it's too late, man. She moved on. And all I had to show for it was some foolish pride, which then gave way to regret. She was a girl. I know that now. But mm, I pushed her away. So I've spent every day since then chasing Amy. So to speak. Enough of this fucking melodrama. My advice? Forget her, dude. There's one bitch in the world, one bitch with many faces. We don't have tons of fun. We got a buck. Catching a bus in Chi-Town. Why? What's there? Business, yo. How many more of those fat envelopes do we get coming to us? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much longer the book's gonna be around. Yeah, good. I'll be glad as shit when it's gone. What, are you kidding me? There's a million people in the world who love to see themselves in a comic book. But that ain't like us at all. All slapsticky and shit, running around like a couple of dickheads, saying, 
Some shit he got us saying. Oh, um, Snoochie Boochies. Snoochie Boochies. Who the fuck talks like that? That is fucking baby talk. It's Big World, Jane. We're bound to run into you again. Till then, keep your union on you. I'll try. Mm. Do or do not. There is no trouble. Knock that shit off. We got a bus to catch. No ticket. I really do. But Miramax, you know, Miramax Films, paid me a shitload of money for Blunt Man and Chronic. So it occurs to me that people bad-mouthing you on some website is none of my fucking concern! Oh, but I think it is. We had a deal with you on the comics, remember, for likeness rights? And as we're not only the artistic basis, but also obviously the character basis for your intellectual property, Blunt Man and Chronic, when said property was optioned by Miramax Films, you were legally obliged to secure our permission to transfer the concept to another medium. As you failed to do that, Banky, you are in breach of the original contract. Ergo, you find yourself in a very actionable position. Why can't you ever say something useful for a change? Well, what the fuck are you waiting for? That's your cue, man. Jesus fucking Christ, what good are you, you fuck? You know what? That hurts. Like, what do you ever add to the fucking proceedings? You got, like, one answer for everything. Pussy, man. I'll... Now you're gone. I realized my love for you was strong. And I miss you here. Now you're gone. I keep waiting here by the phone. With the pictures hanging on the wall. Now you're gone. I realized my love for you was strong. And I miss you here. Now you're gone. I keep waiting here by the phone. Um, son of Jarrell, kneel before son! Snoochie boochies. <laughs>
any firearm they may possess. It's funny that Sleepy Joe who want to disarm us, law-abiding responsible owners, here in the US are the same people who want to arm Ukrainian citizens to defend themselves against Russia. And that begs the question, will America become the next Ukraine if this continues on? With Biden running the administration, Americans' lives are at stake. That's why for a limited time only, we're giving a they had to do was give the Babylon Bee its account back. All the libs had to do was just not censor every little tiny thing that they disliked all the way down to a satire website. But they couldn't do it. The libs who ran Twitter just couldn't do it, so Elon Musk had to take Twitter away from them. It is now official. The company has confirmed it. Elon Musk is the owner of Twitter. It all went down exactly as he said it would. In less than three weeks, Elon Musk went from announcing a major investment in Twitter to gobbling up the entire company to take it private. At first, the board tried to stop the takeover by offering Musk a board seat. 
That didn't work. Then they tried to stop the takeover by issuing a poison pill to water down his shares and stop him from buying more. That didn't work. Then they leaned on woke financial institutions, BlackRock, State Street, to block the takeover. That didn't work. The kingdom of Saudi Arabia even got in on the action, trying to stop Musk from buying Twitter. That didn't work. In the end, Elon Musk bought Twitter for exactly the price that he offered from the very start. He got exactly what he wanted, and he didn't pay one penny more than he offered. The move is terrific for a lot of reasons. For one, the libs are losing their minds. They have not cried this hard since election night 2016, which is delightful. Also important, censored conservatives will likely get their voice back on Twitter, which is important because Twitter is in many ways the public square, and speaking in the public square is how republics govern themselves. A lot of conservatives are reporting right now that their follower counts have exploded overnight. Their engagement has exploded overnight. I've seen it myself. I'm up something like 25,000 followers in 24 hours. Part of that might be the fire tweets that I'm sending, but I think maybe a, a clearer explanation is technologically, algorithmically, something must have changed. No less important, though, than, than both of those reasons. Perhaps the most delightful part of it all, Elon Musk is, right now in real time, vindicating the great man theory of history. The idea that individual men can actually shift to some degree and set and reset the course of human events. For years now, the libs have wanted us to believe that individuals cannot make a difference, that history is governed simply, merely by an impersonal science, quote unquote, that, that will unfold regardless of what human beings actually want or do. The arc of history inevitably bending toward whatever the libs want. They were so confident. And then in walks some eccentric South African billionaire, possibly a conservative, I'm not even really sure, to take not only Twitter, but their total absolute hegemony and their confidence away from them. Absolutely love it. Up here registering people to vote. And I got my brother, man, I've known him for a long time. Love this dude to death, man. He's a really good dude, right? So I say, hey, bro, you got you registered to vote this year? And he's like, yeah, I'm voting. I say, who you voting for? He was like, you already know. I'm like, Trump? He's like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I'm like, bro, are you serious? So he's asking me. He say, Cash, why? Why vote for Trump? Okay, before we get into it, because I'm going to break it down to you. Why are you voting for Biden? I think you're a better person. Why? Because what's going on now in the situation with Trump? What Trump situation? What's going on now? Shit just fucked up. I believe he could come in and do a, do a better job. You really do? I believe. What has he done? You know he's been in politics for 47 years. What has he done in 47 years? What has he done in 47 years? Like what? I mean, I just believe he'll do better than Did Trump. Did you know that Biden... In 47 years of politics, has only been a racist, said racist things about you and me, personally, as black people, and made a bill to incarcerate black people. With Bill Clinton. The crime bill. Look it up. The man just said, you ain't black. 
unless you vote for him. All right? He also said he didn't want his children going to school in a racial jungle. Didn't want integration. He was for segregation. Also, not only that, he also said that poor kids can be just as bright and just as intelligent as white kids. Meaning that black, brown, red, yellow are poor. When he thinks poor, he doesn't think white at all. He's thinking about you and me. The dude ain't did nothing but hurt black people. And then his running mate, Kamala Harris, she's got a career of locking up black people. A career. Now, let's move over to Trump. You asked me why I'm going for Trump. Before <laughs> Trump was the president, did not everybody love him? In their music videos, rap videos, all the magazines. He got awards from black communities in the NAACP. Everybody loved him. But then when he came to president, they said he's a racist. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because when he came into politics, he started, what he said, drain the swamp. He started taking out all the, not just politicians, the evil, corrupt politicians. Fired them, took them out, made them go away, and put in his people. Did you notice since he's been president, un the, the economy has been better than it ever been. Unemployment at an all-time low. More jobs created than ever before. He stopped making making us uh, uh, importer and made us an exporter. To me, that means we make more money. People talk about the wall that he wanted to build over there in Mexico. Do you know why he wanted to build the wall? And remember, they said that he was racist because he said that that my brothers and sisters is Mexican is murderers and rapists and stuff. Right? That's not what he said. If you listen to the clip, he said that the MS-13, the gang, are rapists and murderers, not Mexicans. Not Mexicans, but they twisted that to make everybody around us believe that he's a racist. Okay? Then they say, make America great again. What does he mean? When was America great? When you talk about make America great again, what he means is make America, like what I just said, an exporter again. Have jobs again. Have people believe in the American dream again, that they want to come to this country and they know that they're going to make it. Had nothing to do with race. All right? Not only that, the man gave funding for the next 10 years. This has never been done for historic black colleges and universities, the HBCUs. Barack Obama didn't even do that. He did prison reform, meaning, which directly affects us, affects us as black people because we fill up the prisons, you feel me? He said, if you're a nonviolent offender and it's just like drugs or something and you ain't kill nobody or pull a gun on nobody, you get to come, you can come home, man. There's programs set in place for you to be able to come home. He did everything that he could to show by his actions that he ain't a racist and a damn good president. He did all that. Yet, we still running around here, the people that only watch the news, we're saying, hell no, we vote for Biden because Biden was with Obama. Or Biden did so much great, but nobody can tell you none of the great that he did. But they could pull up every single thing that he's done to the black community. Specifically, Hillary Clinton called us super predators. Matter of fact, if the man isn't if the man isn't a racist, why did he speak at the KKK members' eulogy and said that he was his uh, hero or inspiration or whatever? So why why does he deserve your vote and not the man who's actually showing you that he cares about you, the president that's done more for the hood, black community, Hispanic community than any other president since Lincoln? You feel me? Why would he? you know me, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm a hood nigga. Uh -huh. You know me. Uh -huh. So why would I be telling you that? 
Bill, Bill Clinton's the one that did that that the crime bill, gateway. but they pushed it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He yeah. knows his yeah. stuff. He knows his stuff. See, like Trump, he gonna bring the jobs back. He been bringing them back. And that's why they did this coronavirus shit. Like you say, you say the export. Uh, now we'll be the biggest export instead of China. Exactly. He bought steel manufacturing, the automobile industry. They said that that was dead. And look at us now, booming. They hit us with coronavirus. You notice that when coronavirus hit, they said everybody got to stay in the house. Nobody could go out. But yet, if you're Black Lives Matter or Antifa, you could go out and protest and burn shit down and nobody's going to say nothing. But the coronavirus is so bad. We out here standing with masks. You feel me? Why? It's an agenda. So, bro, the reason why I'm having this conversation with you is because it's important. Your vote is very important this year. They've been getting the black vote. You know, Lyndon B. Johnson said that I'm going to have these niggas voting Democrat for the next 200 years. And we do, blindly. Latinos and blacks, we vote Democrat blind as hell. Don't even know why we do. We just do. Did you know that the black people are the ones that started the Republican Party? Did you know that? We were Republicans. They crippled us with welfare. Section 8. They kicked us out the homes, bro. Made the woman look at you and be like, I don't need you. I'll go get, I'll take care of, uh, by the state. I'll go get food stamps. Which led you to be upset, me to be upset, go out and sell drugs because we're trying to prove to our family that we can provide even though they ain't giving us no jobs. Then we get locked up under that crime bill. And then we're locked up and we're stuck there. That was under Biden. 47 years, bro, in politics, and they did nothing for us. Trump, people have already loved Trump for forever. Why would you want to be the president of the United States when you're already a, a billionaire? You have every woman that you could possibly want at your feet. You don't need the fame because you got the fame already, right? So what reason would he have to become the president of the United States? Did you know that he's never taken a check since he's been in office? One dollar. Yes. One dollar. Every other check he's donated. While being president, he's the only president in history for his net worth to drop, to go down. That's why I'm asking you if you register to vote, bro, so you can vote for the right person who's going to help us out, man. Who's going to do more for this, not just even us as black people, because it's not about that. We need to even stop calling each other black. We American, bro. Mm -hmm. You feel me? We are American. Straight up. So can you do me a favor? When you come in here with me, I haven't feed you a slice of pizza. Register to vote. Come kick it with me and my kids for a sec. Make sure you register to vote. And then no, no, think register. about it. Just, just, you know, I'm make register. sure a little update. Yeah, little update. All right. For sure, for sure. For Can sure. I count on your vote? I'm out here for a reason, bro. You know I ain't going to lie to you. I never have. You've been my dog. You feel me? You've been my dog, bro. You always going to be my dog. I'm trying to tell you. I, if you want... I'm going to give you my, my new number. I'm trying to tell you, brother. I'm trying to tell you. They the, they, they the real racist, man. They tell you Trump's racist and can't give you nothing to show that he's a racist. But can give, I can give you everything to show you that he's not. But I can show you clip after clip after clip after clip after clip in this entirety of Biden saying some messed up racist stuff, bro. And then his actions, the bills that he's passed through that was he got behind were racist. Directly targeting you and me. So why the hell would we give him our vote? They think we're stupid. They think because he was with Barack Obama. Why do you think he chose Kamala Harris as his running mate? 
she wasn't even qualified. They didn't want her in the primary when she was running to be the, the, the uh, candidate against Trump. They didn't want her then. So why pick her now? After she called you a racist in the debate. Think about it. Because they think we're stupid. We're going to see a black woman be like, oh, well, he, she could be the female Barack Obama. Well, let's vote. That's why. Trump been did a lot, a whole lot, not just for the hood, bro, not just for, for black communities, but for America, which is what a president is supposed to do. Not single out one or the other because of their color. All of us are American, and that's how he looks at us is as Americans, not as niggas, not as black, not as none of that. That's why he said what he said. He said, look, what do you got to lose? You've been voting the same way. You've been voting for these people for how long? And look it. So what do you really got to lose? Give me a chance. And he's shown you. He's shown everybody. So I'm counting on you, man, and everybody else that you know. If you could, when you get to talking to people, bro, tell them exactly what I just told you. Trump 2020? Trump 2020? Can I get that? My brother. My brother. That's what it's about. That's what it's about right there. Trump 2020. He voting Trump. He already registered. He was running. He was gonna vote Biden. Didn't know none of the stuff I just told him right now. And everything that I'm telling you, you can look up. You can, I, if you want, I'll show you right now. While I get off the phone and I'll show you. That's what it's about, y'all. You want to make a difference? Get out there and talk to people. It starts right there in your own hometown, man. Where you from? So people know you. Your credibility ain't in question. I ain't got no motive. This is my boy. This is my boy, man. Hey, that is my motive to keep America great because he already made it great again. Now we're trying to keep it great. All right. So get out there if you haven't already, man, and talk to people. Talk to your neighbors. Let them know. Bring the facts to them, not your feelings, not your opinion. Present the facts. Say what you know to be a fact so they can verify that. And then they know, yo, he wasn't lying. You know what? I'm going to switch my vote this year. That's what we need to do. And I'm, I'm sure you're going to talk to everybody else about it. My brother, I appreciate you. Straight up. I'm going to get in here with my babies, bro. Okay. You have a All good day. Right. All right. That's what we're trying to do out here, y'all. Unite, don't fight, be a street like it's only you can be the change that you want to see in the world. And when you get too stressed out, remember to pray, America. Trump 2020. Woo! Yeah, brother! <laughs> ...by Tucker Carlson a few days ago, and he said something about cancel culture that I actually thought was pretty important. So I want to play that for you. Listen. Why haven't you been canceled? Like, people aren't allowed to say what they think you are. I am uncancelable. Why's that? Because I don't give a <laughs> And I'm not in bed with any big corporate things at the end of the day. There's nobody I'm beholden to, no record companies, no corporate interests, no nothing. And you can't cancel me. I, I love it when they try. I'm like, yeah. So why, why aren't there more artists like that? Because they're in bed with record companies yeah. and, you know, corporate deals and, and structures at every level. And... You know, it's um, and if, if someone finds a way to get me a little bit here and there, I'll find another way around it. You never see artists talk like that. They seem very easy to intimidate. At what point did you realize, like, you're just not going to be intimidated? Day one. Really? I think I crawled out of the womb with both middle fingers in the air. <laughs> so he, he's, he's right that there are it's, it's an important point that there are two ways to get canceled. And it's really, there's really only two. There are only two ways for it to happen. Um, two kind of categories. It's just, unfortunately, a, a great many people fall into one of these categories or both. So either, in order to be canceled, you have to be beholden to corporate interests, um, as a great many 
people are. I mean, if you if you work for a, a big giant corporation, then in that way you're beholden to them because you work for them. Um, through no fault of your own. I mean, you have to have a job, but so that that's one way. If you're kind of at the mercy of giant corporations, then that's one way to get canceled. The other way is if you if you care what the mob thinks about you. And that's why we see people who wouldn't seem to really be beholden to anyone. There's no reason why they need to be beholden to you. Rich and famous people got all the money in the world. And even if they get canceled by corporations, they're not really canceled. They're still going to be rich. They're still going to be famous. They could go out on their own and do their own thing. But they still apologize and crumble and everything because although they're not really beholden to corporate interests, or maybe they are a little bit, the bigger issue is that they care what the mob thinks. So either you care what the mob thinks or you're beholden to corporate interests um, or, or both. You know, and for a lot of people, it's both, especially a lot of celebrities and so on. It, the answer is both there. So if you want to be uncancelable, that's that's the way to do it. Now, you know, unfortunately, lots of people are not in the spot that Kid Rock is in, where you could be wealthy and, and all of that. And, and, you know, you don't really you're not you don't need to go to any corporation or anyone looking for a job. You can kind of do your own thing. So not everyone's in that spot. But at least one thing that everybody can adopt um, is the second part, which gives you a, a, a some cover anyway in cancel culture, which is to stop caring what the mob thinks to begin with. A lot of the cancellations that happen, it's really a it's a it's a, a self cancellation. The mob gives the gun to the canceled person and just convinces them to pull the trigger against themselves metaphorically. And, you know, eventually we get to the point with, can- with cancel culture where, where it's not so metaphorical. Um, and that, that happens quite often. So you get you got to get to a point where it just doesn't mean anything to you. And you realize that, first of all, all these labels that are thrown at you, anytime you're canceled, it's always going to be under the guise of racism, sexism, transphobia, whatever. Um, and you get to the point where you realize that these labels don't mean anything at all. I mean, after all, they're being thrown at you by people who, as we saw, even on the Supreme Court, or who want to be on the Supreme Court, can't, can't define a word like woman. So they certainly, an abstract kind of concept like transphobia, it's, that doesn't mean anything. And that really doesn't mean anything. So who cares if you're called that? The actress lady uh, reading slam poetry to Vladimir Putin to stop the war in Ukraine, with Kamala Harris reading beat poetry to bring down the price of gas, I thought this was a great time for me to dive back into the culture and examine the poetry of our age. That would be rap music. Can I stab you? I am the most hippity-hoppity here at the Daily Wire, the cultural maven, pop culture guru, flavor Mike. So we are going to be taking a look at the latest Tom McDonald song. Let's get them sick beats. They separate us from our neighbors and they call it social distancing. It's actually a bigger plan. It's called social conditioning. They took away our privacy. There's always someone listening. The elections planning riots for the citizens. The government has always lied. It's history repeating. But the problem is the schools dumb you down so you believe them. If you try to speak the truth inside a tweet, then they delete it. Whole administration Satanists who claim they praise in Jesus. Mm. Every year there's a new name for enemies that we're facing. It's Al-Qaeda, then ISIS, and now American patriots. Who would have thought those who love the country the most? 
Okay, pause it there. This is uh, pretty insightful. And this is not just true of, of America today. This is true of every regime ever. You always need to have an enemy. So the the ruling regimes will focus you on one enemy and then another enemy. And there's always a crisis and there's always a threat from the outside. Uh, but what, what Tom's pointing out here is that the same infrastructure, the security infrastructure that the United States built up first to fight in the Cold War, then to oppose al-Qaeda, then to oppose other threats. It's now been turned on American patriots. We're now told that the greatest domestic terror threat is from white supremacy in America. How many white supremacists are there in America? Like four? There's five of them, in fact. We're told that the, the great domestic terror threat who don't want kids to leave and gender So 
Okay, today I'm going to talk to you about proper ordering in a drive-thru. You don't have to read all the wording. You don't have to say the flame broiled Whopper. You can just order a Whopper. And I tell you this, people, but burgers are not sandwiches. I hate it when people go, I want the number one, just a sandwich. If you're just going to order just a sandwich, order just the damn sandwich. Could I get a Whopper? It's just so irritating as a person who's taking your order and they're thinking to themselves on how stupid you are. It really, the process goes through my head all the time. When I'm in a drive-thru, working, like, the other thing I'm not understanding, too, is I worked at a place called Billy Bob's Drive-In Dive, and it had multiple stalls. The thing I don't understand and didn't get when I worked there was the fact that there are stalls near the building. And in a rainstorm, in a blizzard, a lightning storm, people park furthest away from the building as possible. It makes no sense. So it tells me that the public is okay. If you're taking out the order to that car in that stall and it's raining out and a car comes flying through there, you're okay with the person bringing your food to get hit by a car or get hit by lightning in a rainstorm. Because all you care about is getting your cheeseburger on. What the fuck is wrong with you people? And I'm sorry, it is my personal opinion. If you do not tell me you want sauce when you when I take your order, and then I get to your car, and you tell me, oh, can I get ranch? You're a dumb fuck. Seriously. How much common sense do you need to realize that? I get it. Today's generation is so brain dead from all the drugs they're doing because they want to be high on marijuana. Yes, I said it, marijuana. Because today's generation just has to be high. Y'all don't see the long-term brain damage caused by smoking marijuana to the point that People make no sense with it. Right now, a group is suing Congress to change the Constitution in sections in the uh, First Amendment and the 14th Amendment, which makes no sense. Because the First Amendment, if y'all aren't educated, is the freedom of speech. The 14th Amendment protects people from being enslaved by by another man. One man cannot own slaves. That's what it says in the Constitution. So the fact that they're, this group is suing Congress to change the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, based on the First Amendment, which is freedom of speech, and the 14th Amendment, which abolished slavery. I don't understand what that has to do with smoking marijuana. 
I'm starting to think that marijuana is damaging the brains and the youth of today. And if y'all don't see that, you're just as dumb as the politicians that are allowing marijuana to be legalized. We as a people need to stop dealing with all the bullshit that that this new government, this democratic society, this socialistic society is tossing upon us. There was one time when this was a free country. Now you're banned from Twitter and, and Facebook and social media if you speak out against the Democrats. What kind of world are we living in that in America, which used to be a free country, a free speech, and free possibilities for all, became an idiotic place for people to speak their mind diligently, and all they're spewing is tons and tons of hate. My big question for you as customers, when you're going through a drive-thru, why is it you need to use the words classic? Why can't you just ask for a crispy chicken sandwich? Instead, I want the classic crispy chicken sandwich. And why is it when you order a burger, everything's always plain? Or only ketchup, I want a cheeseburger, only ketchup. What the fuck? Once you stay home, make your own damn burger and put only ketchup on it. People like you irritate the shit out of me. Thing is simple. Can you ever just get a burger and like get everything on it that comes on it? And you ask parents why they do that. They're like, well, my kid don't like anything but ketchup. Well, make them try new things, dumbass. How do you know they don't like them? Did you have them try them? Or did you just go, oh, kids these days only want ketchup, so I'm only going to put ketchup on their food. It just makes no damn sense to me. And why can't people just, like, order, like, a hot dog Instead, you got to hear them read the whole damn thing. It says, I want the super duper chili cheese coney hot dog. Okay. Why can't you just say I want a six inch chili cheese hot dog? Shit's pretty plain, pretty simple. Or... I want the summer special strawberry apricot peach Red Bull slushy. So you want a strawberry peach apricot slushy? No, I want the summer special one. Or you get those cheap motherfuckers. You know who you are. The ones that go through the drive-thru at McDonald's and I want the $1 cheeseburger. There's only one cheeseburger on the menu. You know what, motherfucker? It's a dollar. Why are you making this more complicated than you need to? 
people like you are what hold up the drive-thru. You go and you get in the drive-thru and you're like, um, um, I need a moment, please. Um, I need a moment. Um, how fucking stupid are you that, you know, I find it funny that people can have like 10 college degrees. You put them in a drive-thru and they're like, um, and they've been in that same fucking drive-thru every day of their life because they're a fat motherfucker. And they have to, you know, have the have to have the same goddamn thing every day. And they're like, I need a moment. Um, um. Whatever happened to kindness to people? Why is it when you go through a drive-through? You think it's okay when they tell you they're out of something. You tell them to go fuck themselves. They need to fucking die. Eat shit, motherfucker. You need to make this shit. I need it. I need it. Whatever happened to may I have or please may I have. People in drive-thrus now say, I need this and you're going to get me this and you're going to give me this and I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that and I'm going to get this. Sometimes... We run out of things, especially during this pandemic, because none of you motherfuckers want to go off your, your ass and get a job. So there's a lack of products out there because people don't want to go work in these factories and produce these things. But yet they're demanding that they get the product, but yet they don't go and work for the product. Instead, they get a stimulus check, sit on their ass and be lazy. Stop being a lazy ass. Recontribute to society. Tell your government no to these stimulus checks that are going to inflate the dollar bill. They keep on printing money without making money. Or spending money to make this money. We are in a losing battle here. If you people could just learn a little bit of etiquette. A little bit of common sense. Like when it's raining outside and I'm working down at Billy Bob's drive-in with like 27 stalls and it's raining out and you decide to park at like stall 16 through 27, which is on the other side of the parking lot, many risks happen and you people are dumb enough to park there. You're like, oh, I'm just going to park over here. I'm... I'm not. I'm gonna be an inconvenience to these people when there's nobody parked next to the building in those stalls. When it's raining out, those stalls are closed. Get a grip. Get a clue. We as employers are not gonna allow our employees to cross the parking lot to bring you your food in those stalls because one, it's raining. It, they might get hit by lightning. Hmm. You know who would be responsible for that and who would get prosecuted for that? You, the customer. Because you made them walk across the parking lot. Or if they go across the parking lot when it's raining out and some idiot-ass customer flies in there high speed and hits them with his car and he can't brake in time because it's slick out because you had to park over in those stalls. Let's use common sense, people. When it's raining out, don't park in those stalls. Especially if you're not a tipper. Down at Billy Bob's, 
Drive-In, they expect tips. A&W Root Beer, they have people on skates, tip them. If you go to a place that has servers who bring you your food, tip them. Use common sense. One act of great kindness can change the world. If I'm a server and I'm having a bad day, and you give me a $10 tip when you only spent $5 on your email, that brightens my day. That pays my bills. So I can pay for gas to drive to work to make sure I serve another person like you.